myself again. Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt and Andy Brandt-Bernard. We'll be right back. Special guest coming up next, Landon Banks will join us promoting children's book coming in 2022, this year as a matter of fact. And remember, it's 22222 today. Yes, it is. I think it's for the rest of the month. Everything's the same forward and backward. What do you mean? Every every day is oh, the well, same. Oh, well, yeah, technically. Oh, yeah, because it's three, back- four, five, six, seven, uh-huh. eight. Yeah, yep. true. Forward and backward. But, yeah, today is 22222. We'll be right back with Landon Banks right after this. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. (laughs) By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Uh, da, 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 da. Andy, just let us know when Landon's ready to go, okay? He's scheduled for five minutes from now, so... You got it. Just give me the nod, and we'll figure it all out. So, uh, God, there's a lot of news today. There's a lot of very interesting news. Of course, we got Russia invading the Ukraine, so I'm kind of glad I don't live in the Ukraine, or Russia for that matter. I have no interest in um, moving to Russia. You know what I mean? I wonder how morning radio is in Russia. What do you think? I think even though it's supposedly not a communist country anymore, I think it's still run exactly like a communist country. Indeed. Seems to be. Yeah. So I I think that if you say anything against the state, you're dead meat. Yeah, I suppose it's probably. So you can't uh, sing Putin on the hits and expect not to go to prison? Is that the point? I don't think you can. I I know. I just saw a report on there's an area in Miami 
that is just filled with Russians, very rich right. Russians. Yeah. yeah, you were telling me that. And um, <clears throat> they refused, they would talk to the reporter, but they refused to go on camera and they refused to use their names. <laughs> which is course, very telling. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And of course, they all, you know, they're all very worried that the United States is going to seize their bank accounts and do all this kind of stuff. Um, but they all support Putin. You know, even though they weren't named, even right, though they weren't on right. camera, they all said that they support Putin. So I think with war looming, I think I'd go home. Might be time to go rather home. Rather than have yep. the United States seize your bank accounts and start looking into you. I don't know. That's just me. Indeed. Lawmakers give Putin permission to use force outside of Russia. I love this. Lawmakers give permission. Yeah, uh-huh. What sure lawmakers? Which Rush, ones? Russian lawmakers Tuesday authorized oh. President Vladimir Putin to use military force outside the country, a move that could presage a broader attack on Ukraine after the U.S. said an invasion was already underway there. So, yeah, the lawmakers told me I could do it. Yeah, I wonder who gave him that idea there, Vladimir. Someone needs to explain to me this pipeline. Oh, the the Nord Nord Two. Yeah, we shut down our pipeline. That's we correct. don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to have anything to do with oil and gas in America anymore. Right. But we, how did we allow Putin to have? I mean, how did we get involved with having to give permission for that pipeline? Well, because we gave him money too. So we're buying oil from Russia. No, we helped them to build the pipeline. In other words, so the, the, the oil and gas that comes out of our pipeline sucks, but apparently we'll pay for it to come out of Russian to, Russia to German pipelines. Why it's are the we phoniest. involved in this? Well, again, it, our politicians are the filthiest they've ever been that I can see, and I'm serious. So we say, okay, here's some money, build a pipeline, pollute the world I, with oil and gas, and then they thank us by going to war. Well, we, we haven't turned the key to open the pipeline yet. That's their big argument. It's like, that's not even an argument. He thinks you're a joke. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a far righty. I'm not a far lefty. But obviously, Putin thinks that Biden's a joke. He didn't do it when Trump was in office, did he? And I'm not saying Trump was any barn burner either, but at least he wouldn't put up with this crap. Given, given his polling numbers, I think a lot of people think he's weak. and oh, Putin? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, Biden. Oh, Biden. I mean, yeah, that's why I mean. Ah, Putin, Biden, one of them duns, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's just, it's so lame. It's just unbelievable. And he just, I'm the uh, first president in the history of the United States to stand toe-to-toe with Russia. Mm. No, you're not, even by centuries. I mean, why do they let him say things like that? Because Come on. people don't know anything about history, and they know, all they know is the new tweet of the day. Hello? I suppose it's true. Oh, yeah. Our guest is here. Landon on the phone. Landon, how are you? Hello. Landon, Hi you need there. to help us. I am wonderful. I'm glad to hear that, Landon. Well, now, what, you're from Minnesota. I am, cool? but right now I am on a week vacation in paradise, a.k.a. Playa del Carmen, Mexico, at an all-inclusive nice. resort. So, yeah, the you're ocean still working. and... Um, not right now, just on vacation, so. <laughs> well, this is kind of work. Landon, yeah, this is kind of work. Talking to me is kind of work, yeah, don't you think? This is, this, this is fun work. This is fun work. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, on your show, so thank you very much for having me. I greatly appreciate that. No, it's great having you. Landon Banks, ladies and gentlemen, uh, children's book, Dinah's Birthday. Also, the song release uh, of a song called Sissy Boys. A cover of the song is written by yeah. a Minnesota entertainer, female impersonator, Donnie West. 
and plays. Yeah. Uh, so, God, I want to hear all. Let's hear about that for. I want to hear about the book. I want to hear about the song. I want to hear about the movies. I want to hear about everything, Landon. Oh, oh well, thank you, thank you. So, uh, where should we start? Um, lots of fun projects coming up. Um, we, we can start about the book. How's that sound? Perfect. Let's talk about the book, awesome. Dinah's Birthday. Yeah, so um, I actually wrote the book many years ago when I was in second grade, and it won a contest in my elementary school. So I got to meet the Minnesota author, Nancy Carlson. I uh, grew up in Faribault, Minnesota, and um, ever since then, it's just kind of been festering. And, like, once I started doing acting, like, 15 years ago, I thought, well, now I've, I've been in a movie, and I'm like, now I've, I have this book. So I just waited and waited until the right time. And um, the last, when the pandemic hit, um, I'm like, okay, I need to keep myself busy. So I started to kind of, I wrote the book when I was seven years old. So I started to, like, make it a little more, <laughs> sound better than a seven-year-old wrote it. So um, I kind of you know, rewrote it to make it a little bit longer. It went from eight pages to 16 pages, so it doubled in length. There you go. Okay. And um, I, yeah, so I looked for an illustrator, and I found um, a wonderful Minnesota guy named Justin Reese, who is a huge fan of your show. He says hello in that um, oh, nice. he loved watching you grow up. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I and, loved watching uh, you grow you. up. Okay. I'm like, I told him I would give him a shout out. <laughs> well, it's very and nice he of you. Went, well, thank you so much. We uh, went way back. We used to work together at Casey Penny and Burnsville Center at the Burnsville Mall. And um, he's like, oh, uh, you know, can I sing in my portfolio? I'm like, yeah, I'll take a look at it. I'm like, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, but this looks good. <laughs> Yeah, whatever works. Um, yes, exactly. So it's a fun book about a girl going to another girl's birthday party, and uh, she doesn't have nearly as much, uh to say, money as the kids, but she has uh, a lot of ingenuity and creative gifts. So if I give away any more, it'll give away the whole book. But, um, yeah, I think it's a nice and hopefully uh, people will, you know, can read it to the kids and grandkids. It's going to give me a new audience of people than what I what I currently have. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I'm hopefully doing some book signings, you know, down the road. And as we speak, is working on the 16th and final page of the book, and I also hired an editor um, who's also an actor, singer, H.C. Altman. Here in Minnesota, a great friend of mine for 15 years. I met him mm -hmm. on one of my first acting projects when we did a commercial for the CW in uh, Minnesota in 2007. And he's uh, an accomplished actor and singer, and um, he has his own comic book series called... So he's kind of been through um, the behind-the-scenes process of how to put something together where I haven't, so I showed him my book a few months ago, and he's like, yeah, I love the story. I want to, you know, help you with this. So I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to have the book done, but what do I do after that? <laughs> I, well, I haven't been in the process before, so he's helping me. Yes, yes. So that's, um, 
That's wonderful. And we're also, um, Justin kind of does illustrations and he colors it. And then we have a guy named Manon from Indonesia. So it's kind of like an international team I have put together who's kind of helped polishing up, up everything. Um, so that's fun. We're looking forward to, uh, you know, printing in the summer and have a few local, uh, schools that I want to try to visit. I'd love to especially go back to Fairville where it all began. So mm-hmm. bring it full circle, if not and then in the fall, to uh, read it at an assembly in front of the kids. So I'm very proud of it. I'm looking uh, forward to it, to adding that to my um, array of things that I've done. Just another, another kind of something to show a little bit of versatility in what I'm able to do. So, but it takes a team. So I'm, I'm, very excited for that. What age group are, is the book for? Um, the book, well, the girl is turning eight years old, the book. So I would say it's probably for like six to eight-year-olds or six to nine-year-olds. Um, okay. Very simple uh, illustrations, but um, hopefully, you know, parents and grandparents can also read it to their kids. But I'd say six to eight or nine is what the target um, demographic would be. Okay, we we have a granddaughter who is book crazy. Yes, she goes to the library and brings home as many as she possibly can. <laughs> so, oh, how fun! <laughs> yeah, she and she'll be turning six, so I have to get this book for okay, her. Okay, well, when this is done, yes, when this is done, I will send you a copy. Fabulous! Well, it'd be great. Now, Landon, yes, was Dinah you. inspired by a real living person? You know, she really wasn't. Just um, oh, someone living okay. in my imagination as a seven-year-old. So, no, I because um, a lot a lot of yeah. times you will find that it that it's you know somebody's grandmother is a little girl, their mother is a little girl, their sister. You know, it, sometimes that's the case. So uh-huh. you just you just imagined uh, Dinah, and that's where Dinah's birthday came from. That's terrific. Thank you so much. Yes, she came to life in my imagination as well as the other characters at seven years old. And now Justin is bringing them to life through art, through his illustration. So it's, uh, it's really fun to go through the process and um, see it evolve. It's taken about a year since we started, I think, March or April of 2021. Um, but yes, it's, it's nearing completion. And I'm excited to share with people. And I hope people enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed uh, putting it together. So looking I'm forward sure, to that. I'm sure we will. You got to tell you one thing before we move on, Landon, to the next project, which of course would be Sissy Boys. But Catherine mentioned we have a oh, granddaughter please. who's who's five, going to be six years old. We have a grandson who's three, about to turn four, and another grandson who's uh, Andy, as a matter of fact, the end. the man on the show with us is our son, and he has a brand new son. It's only three months old. But uh, children oh, have well, changed, Landon. Oh, Thank, Thank you. you. Children have changed, Landon. I'll tell you how. Here's the deal. Our three-year-old grandson came to me and said, oh, you know what? We're going to the zoo tomorrow. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to the zoo. The whole family's going to go, and I'm really excited. And I said, well, do I get to go? And he looks at me and says, <laughs> Landon, no, nope, you're out of the mix. He said, oh, you're out of the wow. mix. This is a three-year-old, oh, Landon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> out of the mouth of <laughs> I don't know where he got that from. Where did he yeah, get that? I don't know either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Unbelievable. He tells oh me I'm goodness. out of the Yeah, forget it. You oh, can't boy. go. Okay. Isn't that wonderful? That's why I love little kids. Yes. 
there's nothing, you know, just like the innocence of a child, you know, like where do they get that from? You know? <laughs> No, no question. Uh, so when I, I, I want to remind people yeah. when uh, when Dinah's birthday comes out, when when, when are they going to be able to pick it up? Um, we are hopefully looking for you know the earliest would be summer or early fall is what we're targeting for. Um, you know, depending on how much long you know the editing takes, the editing process because I want it to be can be. So I, I don't want to rush it. I figure it's it's yeah. kind of lived in my mind as a thing for over 30 years, so why rush it now? But uh, I'm hopefully going to get it into local bookstores in uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, and as well as on uh, hopefully like a print-on-demand. I don't want to get several copies you know, printed out as well to do some book signings and bookstore events as well. So um, that's the plan as of now, what we have for it. So, No, I think it's a great idea. Why don't we, get, do, uh, we have you for another uh, almost a half hour. We'll just take a very quick break here, like a couple-minute break, oh, and be okay. right back. Is that okay, Landon? Awesome. Thank you, guys. Okay, we'll be right back with, the, with Landon Banks in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk about Sissy Boys. We'll talk about the upcoming movies. Landon is a busy man. We'll talk to Landon Banks right after this with the family. The 2022 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Get out of the cold and into a 25,000-square-foot heated showroom at Dan Southside Marine. A huge inventory of boats means the best deals of the year. Get the boat you want rigged the way you wanted it. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Ask about the new Alumacraft Competitor FSX, the best new fish ski crossover on the market. See the Premier Revolution featuring first-of-its-kind rotational seating or Avalon's new electric VRB, all rigged with motors from Suzuki. Shop a huge inventory of boats inside a heated 25,000-square-foot showroom. The Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Factory reps will be there, too. Bring the family and explore what's new for 2022 at the Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, visit bloomingtonboatshow.com. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, uh, the book by Landon Banks. It is L-A-N-D-Y-N, last name B-A-N-X. The children's book is called Dinah's Birthday. It's available very, very soon. We now move on to yet another area of Landon's expertise, the song, uh, release of a song called (laughs) Sissy Boy. So, Landon, tell me about Sissy Boy. Hello. Hello. Um, Sissy Boys was written by a dear friend of mine in the entertainment business, Mr. Donnie West, who is an all-around. He's uh, written an autobiography. He's done female impersonating. He has a couple albums out. He does acting, just an all-around entertainer um, who we met on the set of Nobody in the summer of 2008, which was produced by Minnesota local Josh Hartnett. Um, We had some fun Mm -hmm. featured scenes of that. And... um, we just hit it off instantly, and a year after we met, he released a second album that I wrote the forward to, so I was honored to do, and um, he did a music video for two songs that I was in. Uh, one was Dear Lover, and the other was Sissy Boys, and um, it was just a really fun, catchy song, and um, over the course of the next decade, I released a Christmas album, 24-track Christmas album, and then I'm like, well, I need to release something that's non-holiday song to kind of broaden my range. Um, so I just thought of the idea as I was driving to Donnie's house to drop off a Christmas gift in 2020. I was also speaking with my uh, music manager, Elliot Graber, and uh, we just kind of like, I asked Donnie then and there in the freezing cold, like, hey, do you mind if I do a cover of your song, Sissy Boys? He's like, yeah, I think that would be fun. So we got in touch with, uh, kind of put a little team together, got in touch with um, F5 Productions in uh, Minneapolis Recording Studio with the wonderful Owen uh, Santori and Davide and um, Elsa. She's another wonderful singer that works there as well. So um, we talked about it, had Zoom meetings about the song and what to do and kind of the feel of the music that we wanted to be composed for it. And we went in the recording studio last May. And then Donnie, I was, uh, he was gracious enough to come in the recording studio in July and add some vocals. So I thought it's a really special touch to have the original artist, one, give me you know approval to, to record his song, and two, to grace us with his presence on the song as well. So it's kind of a win-win situation. Everything just kind of flowed so smoothly. Um, so we are just in the, the song is done. We're just waiting to do a music video and then release it hopefully around May sometime for Pride Month. Um, it's really fun EDM, electronic dance, uh, music song. It has, um, some disco ABBA elements because that's one of my favorite <laughs> bands. Sure. And, um, I think I just. Yeah, um, the message of the song I wrote uh, towards the end, I wrote my own kind of little little message, just saying, you know, we're all the same, we're all we're all people and stuff, and just it comes across to anybody if they get anything. One, I want them to be able to like dance and have a fun time. It's kind of a fun, you know, summer song, but hopefully they'll listen to it any time of the year. And just to realize, you know, especially after we're going through, you know, the pandemic and stuff, that. You know, deep down inside, it doesn't matter, you know, the color of our skin or what we believe in. We're all human. We're all people. We all breathe the same air. So hopefully if that can resonate with some people, then hopefully my job will be done. (laughs) 
your job could be done. Sissy Boys. Uh, so, so Sissy Boys is about what? What's the topic of Sissy Boys? The song is it the actual Sissy um, Boys. Yeah, so it's just kind of you know Donnie wrote it from the perspective of just uh, you know there's different kinds of uh, people you know on the spectrum or in the GLBT. QIA plus community, you know, some could mm-hmm. be really masculine, and some could be feminine, some could be, you know, whatever. But, you know, we're all kind of one um, when it comes down to it. You know, don't kind of judge from the outward appearance. Just kind of uh, lean, you know, look, in, look on the inside uh, versus the outside because we're all, you know, yeah. the same inside. So. Yeah, that was uh, that's kind of just it was just kind of a fun song. I'm hoping, hopefully, I can get on it, you know, in some parades for it or something. If, if that, I'd love to perform it live for people. So that's kind of a plan we're still looking into. Hopefully, if not this year, next year. But we wanted to release it far enough in advance so we can kind of get get the ball rolling. And hopefully, it'll be on you know it'll be on Spotify and Amazon Music and all sure. digital platforms. Um, so. Yes, that's that's the plan. So I'm hoping uh, people enjoy it and like it. You know, it'd be wonderful if it took off. <laughs> no, I, I say you got to send it to us. We'll definitely play it. Absolutely. Oh well, well, thank you. I definitely will do that. Thank you so um, much. I'd love to. I'd love to have that. That would be an honor. Unless in the middle of it you start yelling at me, then I won't play it. <laughs> no, oh, Just... no, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Landon, we, we won't I, uh, do what your grandson said. <laughs> yes, thank you. You're out of the mix, Tom. Um, yeah, we won't Le- do that. Landon, mm-hmm. i got to look back at what you said about just a, a few minutes ago. I, I literally on the morning show this morning talked about the fact that I feel it's incumbent upon people in media, and I don't care if it's radio or television or podcasting or movies or, or whatever it is, we need to do what you're talking about doing. We need to meet in the center here. Stop... Lennon, I still do not understand how I don't agree with you, therefore I hate you. What? Where did that come from? Mm, I, yes, it, it's so sad, isn't it, Tom? It is. Um, it's terrible. The, yes, especially when the whole world right now is affected by COVID and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's barely anywhere, you know, in the world that isn't affected. So if we can just kind of come, you know come with the mindset that we are all in this together as the human race, no matter what we believe, um, you know, from a religious or spiritual standpoint or what the color of our skin is, like, we're all trying to get through this. Everyone is right. struggling. Um, and, if you know, if we can ha- kind of have that mindset that, you know, I can, I'll do what I can do, you can do what you can do, and together we'll hopefully all be able to come together, as many people as we can in the world, you know, to survive this and get life back to as much uh, normalcy as we possibly can. So, um, yes, I don't, I don't understand it either, but if we, if we could do that, I think we could, you know, succeed and go far. I mean, I know strides have been made from two years ago when it was just starting, but I still think there's further to go. And hopefully, you know, once we get through this on the outside, or on the the outcome of it, on the other end of it, will be will be stronger as as a world, you know, united right. um, as people, um, and hopefully we'll be able to just overcome and look at each other with a different, um, you know, a different perspective than 
we've had now, I think before the pandemic, when you, you know, we could do anything anywhere, no masks, no anything, you know, we, we right. kind of, I think, took it for granted because I don't think anyone living now was alive, you know, in the 1918 pandemic. But so hopefully we can take the lessons that we've learned from this and go forward and make a stronger and a more united world than we than we have been. That would be my hope. Do you think, Landon, that one of the problems, and we'll move on, this is a very serious topic, but I just want to get your take on it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think we have to get away from, and whether it's skin color or orientation or whatever it is, other people are making money by pretending they care about that kind of stuff. To me, it seems just on its face, it's so disingenuous. Oh, you're being picked on because of this. You're being picked on because of that. Why don't we embrace one another? You stop making money from it out there in the, in the corporate world, and we actually d- stop looking at people's you know, orientation or their skin color or their faith or whatever it is. Uh, I just, I just mm-hmm. wish they'd cut off the stream of money because people are making hundreds of millions of dollars off of, off, off of pretending to care. That, that does bother me a lot. Yes, I agree with you, Tom. Um, you know, pretending, you know, to care isn't going to get anyone anywhere because when right. the camera shuts off or, you know, when the lights are gone, so, well, the, the real person comes out, you know, it's like, well, what was all that for? If you're not going to practice what you preach, you know? Right. And, right. um, I think if we can all just genuinely care for the world and everyone, what we're going through during the pandemic, regardless of all the said topics, um, you mentioned that we'll be able to come out the other side and, you know, hopefully not take life and each other, um, for granted. Um, you know, kind of being here at this resort is just, shown me that, you know, wow, this is as close to normal as, you know, <laughs> I've been in a while, yeah. you know, um, and just looking out at the ocean and just seeing the vastness of, of you know, the ocean in the world, it's like, wow, we yeah. really are as one person, <laughs> very, very small, and, um, but if we band together and truly care about each other in the world and getting through this, just letting people away, I hope that will, you know, push forward through all the negativity and, and about being about money and just trying to get back to where we were pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. but better. And, you know, not take, you know, life or every day or, you know, I've learned to like not take every day for granted and just wake up and I'm like, right. you know, I'm doing everything I can to protect myself. But I'm like, at any minute now, heaven forbid, I could get this and die. So I'm going to live life yeah. to the fullest being as safe as I can, loving as I can towards people, and I hope other people um, are able to look inside themselves and do that as well. I hope you're right about that. Now, this this next part is for your family, okay. whether it's mom and dad, brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever. Okay, you ready for this part? You ready, Landon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Landon Banks, movie star. What'd you think of that intro, pal? Mm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can live up to it. We want to. Oh, you got a lot of movies. You got a lot of movies to talk about. Thank you. The movie star you never heard of. No. Well, the, uh, until today. Yes. Oh. Yes. Where would you like to start? I've, I've, oh, just ever since I was a kid, I've found 
off footage of me trying, you know, entertaining. I always, I was a kid, you know, turning around, pretending I was at the opening of a TV show when the actors have their credits at five, six years old. I always had the desire to entertain. I did a few plays and then, you know, elementary school took 15 years, didn't do anything. And then, um, was working at JCPenney one night 15 years ago, and the guy's like, if you want to look for acting gigs, try Craigslist. Looked on there, found an acting gig for a horror movie hmm. called Ooh. Tales of the Dead, and I'm like, I'm going to try out from this. I emailed him, I'm like, I don't have a headshot, I don't have a resume, but put me in your movie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have the passion and desire. I want to be a... <laughs> so I went on an audition at Terrible Coffee, I got the part, and I'm like, Wow, cross that off my bucket list, and over a hundred projects later, I'm still going, and I'm like, wow, well, you know, if anyone's out there, get a hold of me. <laughs> Man, may as well. To be in your project, now, the four, <laughs> yeah, the upcoming kind of led to another, so. Well, you have four upcoming movies right now: Chased, The Battle of Travis Hunter, Christmas Slasher, and Through the Eyes of Grace. Which one you want to talk about first? Um, we'll start with the first one, uh, Chase. Chase. Right. Um, and that uh, kind of coincides with the Ballad of Travis Hunter. Um, they are done by the Cinematics, a local uh, Minnesota-based film company headed by Cole Meyer and H.T. Altman. And um, through, uh, you know, connections and stuff, I knew H.T., and then he got, you know, collaborated with Cole Meyer, and they formed the Cinematics, and... They uh, were doing Chase, so I auditioned for that, and I just got a small supporting part as uh, Nate, an office worker. Um, and then after that, they're like, okay, we're going to up the ante. So then uh, they're working on the ballad of Travis Hunter. H.T. is the lead in both of the movies. He's a wonderful actor. Um, and with the ballad of Travis Hunter, we were able to bring in um, Eric Roberts, uh, oh, I love Eric Roberts. Julia Roberts, yes, he is uh, one of the main characters. And the other guy, I think his name is Michael Edwards, who was, uh, I think he dated Priscilla Presley or something once upon a time, but he was a Mommy Dearest. He's mm, uh, okay. in the movie as well. I believe he plays H.T.'s dad. Um, and then there's another Hollywood actress, Lisa uh, Sierra, or Lisa Davis, now she recently got married, who's one of the leads, so it's just kind of slowly climbing the ladder and getting, you know, bigger names and budgets and everything, and I play a gossip columnist in that, just a quick short scene we filmed at a courthouse in September of 2021. Um, just a really fun scene, but it was, uh, you know, I, you know, even if I'm a small part, I love to, like, make the most of what uh, I'm given, you know, kind of like the thing, there's no such thing as you know, small parts or something like that. So, right. um, yeah, I just kind of like to chew the scenery when I'm when I'm in a scene. So you have to fight with it if you're in a scene with me. <laughs> so I think it's fantastic. First of all, Eric, I talk to Eric Roberts about four four or five times a year. He calls into the morning show a lot, and he's got he's all Eric's always oh, got fun. tons of projects going on. But he's just the nicest. He's yeah. a great guy, Landon. Yes. Yes, I never got to actually meet him or was in the scene with him. But, you know, H.T. was. It spent like a week together on set. And, yeah, um, yeah I think, yeah, he's been in hundreds and hundreds of projects. So he's kind of one of those people, like, you see him everywhere. I'm like, hey, I know you. I've seen that face before. <laughs> 
Right. No, that's Emma true. Roberts, I believe. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's fun. Kind of like the whole Roberts acting dynasty. You know? Indeed. <laughs> Keep it Indeed. in the family. <laughs> now, I got to ask you, you don't have to reveal this if you don't want to, but in your next movie, are okay. you the Christmas slasher? <laughs> I um I am not, so Good. I can't say who is. I am not it. the Christmas Slasher, but I'm in it and in one of the opening scenes. So and people are like, oh, I can't watch you know horror movie because they scare me. I'm like, well, I'm in it. How scary can it be? <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you you could be frightening, I'm sure, Landon. I want to play the villain. They're more fun to play. So tapping into that, you know darker side once in a while but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah I, I have a fun part at the beginning with another actor from out east named uh, Mark Valenti and kind of threw my comedy chops in it and um, it's kind of an homage to cheesy 80s horror movies I'm sure love I, I love them yes <laughs> um, Destiny Soria is the the writer and the star and the director of it, and she put together a wonderful team. Um, we have Nicholas Brendan from TV's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, probably mm. you know twenty years back, and um, there's the horror scream queen Felissa Rhodes from Sleepaway Camp, uh, another early '80s cheesy horror movie, funny, and um, and then we also have uh, if you've heard of Trauma Pictures. Uncle Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman, also has uh, a role in the film. So um, it should tentatively be released this coming Christmas, from what I've heard. But um, they're in its shot. They're kind of in the editing process. But it's gotten some notoriety. And, um, you know, they've released a teaser trailer, like, on Christmas Day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm in this a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So... Yeah, no. I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully we'll be able to have some nice premieres. Absolutely. And then finally, through the uh, through Eyes of Grace, what's that all about? Through Eyes of Grace, and that's the other spectrum. That's a Christian, <laughs> Christian film, but a Christian thriller. So there's um, a local, and that's we're filming in Wisconsin. There's mm-hmm. a local pastor in the movie named Seth Adams, a Caton, who wrote the book, Through Eyes of Grace. And it's on Amazon.com if you're looking for a good read. <laughs> and we are. Uh, he uh, put together. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, I read it. And, you know, as much as I want to read more, unfortunately, just time and life is so busy that I don't get a chance to. But when I picked it up, I like I could hardly put it down. It was very intriguing and just a page turner. So um, he wrote that, you know, in that 2016, I believe. And he plays Pastor Seth Adams in the movie. And he put together a wonderful cast of actors from all across the country. Um, we have uh, Saturday Night Live alum Victoria Jackson has a main role as uh, um, aunt with dementia in the film. And um, so I got to film scenes with her back in November in Wisconsin. So that was fun. I was just kind of sitting there. I didn't have any lines that day, but I was just sitting there for, with most of the day, and that was really fun to do that. And then we also have uh, the talented singer and actress Frankie Moscato, who was an American Idol gold ticket winner, who was also there that day filming. She uh, plays the pastor's daughter. So the story's about small town in Wisconsin, and the pastor's daughter, daughter goes missing, and, you know, what happened to her? What's, what's going on? And, you know, see, I want to find out the rest after I read the book. But 
Yeah, so that's exactly uh, right. Yeah, so um, if you're intrigued about what happens to Gracie Adams, pick a, your copy of Rise of Grace on Amazon.com now. <laughs> we'll get it covered. Ladies and gentlemen, circling back, the children's book, Dinah's Birthday, will be available very, very soon. Uh, Landon, stay in touch, and you know everybody will get back to Minnesota and maybe come in the studio and, uh, and do a show. That would be great. Oh, I would love to do that. I'm going to take you up on that. <laughs> you should, Landon. You should do it. Well, enjoy your time in Mexico. Are you going to do any surfing or cliff okay. diving or anything? Um, not that. I have been looking mm-hmm. at parasailing or paragliding, though, so okay. that's very tempting. So, <laughs> I understand. Landon, I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, Tom. It was an honor. Donna, have you on Landon Banks, ladies and gentlemen, Dinah's birthday, Sissy Boys, the song, and Chase, the ballad of Travis Hunter, Christmas Slasher, and Through the Eyes of Grace, the upcoming movies, Landon Banks, L-A-N-D-Y-N-B-A-N-X. Thank you, sir. We will take a break. Be right back in about five, ten minutes. <laughs> 